Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show Recap. Here we go with your uh, recap for today. Monday, July 10th, 2023. Talked about clues that perhaps a house in a neighborhood you have been seeking for to move into for a long time may be getting on the market. And it's happened a few times to me where you finally... Figure out where you want to live. You know how much money you have, and you finally see a house on the market only to find out that there's a sale pending. Yes, it's very, very frustrating. How did these people get the one up on the, uh, on the, on the house getting on the market? Three things you can kind of look for. These aren't foolproof, but they are something that should uh, you know make your eyebrow go up a little bit like, hmm, probably should talk to my realtor about this one. Number one, number one sign is if the yard seems overgrown. If it's normally, you could tell it's been well-kept in the past, but recently it looks like it's overgrown with bushes and, and grass and what have you. Uh, one or two things could have happened. Either the, uh, the uh, homeowner um, may have had to leave the house quickly and therefore is in the process of putting it on the market, so therefore you should be aware of it. And then the other one is it might be in a foreclosure. Once again, those are kind of red flags to look for to see perhaps you want to let your realtor know about these homes. Sign number two, that there is a... A moving sale or an estate sale on the property. You know, of course, homes have uh, yard and garage sales all the time. But if you notice like a lot of big items, like big furniture, things like that, again, another sign that that house is probably soon going to be up on the market. Number three on the list is if the house and the yard or both are getting kind of a makeover. Maybe uh, new light fixtures, a new coat of paint, maybe landscape vegetation. Um, those are all in one signs that uh, the house is probably going to be on the market here soon. And um, you should probably let your real estate person know to keep tracking that particular address. Um, you know, it was a couple of years ago, before the pandemic, that if you were to get a, um, a passport, because, you know, you need one if you're going to leave the, the country and try to get back, um, you would, it would take you anywhere from six to nine weeks to get a passport, which I thought was a long time in, in regardless. But now, since even uh, we've been out of the pandemic for a couple of years, the government still is behind on passports. They're now saying anywhere from 10 to 13 weeks. And if that means if you were to apply for a passport today, you probably wouldn't get it back until late September or early October. That could be a problem if you're trying to book a summer vacation. And that's why uh, the U.S. State Department actually holds um, what are called passport application fairs throughout many different cities and many different weekends all summer Long. All you need to do to find out where these passport fares are is to visit travel.state.gov. That's travel.state.gov and find out where they are. Now, what this, uh, what they have said is that, uh, you know, it takes about two weeks for you to put your, um, you know, you got to have your birth certificate or some sort of, uh, you know, identifying information um, sent to the government. That takes two weeks and then an additional two weeks for it to get back. So that's a month you got to wait. What they're saying is that these, uh, these passport application fares will cut down on the weeks that you wait. So I don't know if it's two weeks or four weeks or whatever, but it's still better than nothing. And they're free to attend. Many of them don't even require a, um, a reservation. For the examples I gave today is coming up on the 15th, which is this Saturday, 15th of July, 2023. There's passport fares in Okeechobee. 
and in Fort Pierce. And the one in Okeechobee, you don't have to have a reservation. So that's maybe a good way to save some time. Uh, just make sure you go to uh, travel.state.gov and figure out what forms you need, what you need to bring with you, like a, you know, a birth certificate and the, the forms, uh, the, the, uh, the fees to pay. Keep in mind, a lot of times um, they won't take cash or a debit or credit card, all right? Usually we tend to think about the northern lights as being something you see in the winter months, usually much further north than the continental United States. So uh, apparently an unusually strong solar storm will be giving 17 U.S. states a chance to glimpse the northern lights here in the midst of summer. Yeah, cool is this, the aurora borealis. By the way, it can happen at any time. It's just that you usually see them in the uh, in Alaska and Canada and Scandinavia, you tend to see them more in the winter months because there's not as much sunlight. But they're happening all the time. In fact, there's another wave that's coming um, this week and is expected to peak Thursday uh, morning, or rather Thursday night through Friday morning. Uh, and the states are going to be in the northern part of the continental U.S., everywhere from Montana up to Michigan through New York and up to Maine, even as far south as Maryland and Indiana coming up this Thursday. So you might want to look for some Aurora Borealis. If you're up in the neck of the woods that, uh, this week, between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., make sure you're as far away from the city lights as possible. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Best and worst time to send an email. It's kind of common sense here, but if you're looking to get some results, you can pretty much tell that these days and times are going to be good or bad, depending on if you want to get service. This is a, uh, a, a surprisingly, there's been a lot of research as to the best and worst times to send emails. And they say, first off, the best time to send an email is before 10 a.m. local time. And the logic behind that is that uh, that's uh, usually around 10 o'clock is when people are settled into work full of breakfast and they're doing work, but not gotten into a deep project that doesn't need your attention. So by 10 o'clock is when they're looking at their emails, and that's the best chance that you're getting your email looked at. Also, uh, another good time is between 1 and 3 p.m. Basically, you want to stay clear of any start, uh, grandiose start times or stop times, as well as times that you eat, uh, which would be like noon to 1. So those are your, 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 your best times to send emails before 10 and any time between one and three weekdays. As for the weekdays themselves, Mondays and Fridays, you might as well just throw throw your email into the garbage. Uh, those are the worst days to send your email. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is going to be the best for you. Um, the most visited country in the world for the longest time has been France, but they've lost their crown over the last couple of years to Spain, which has been documenting more visitors than France. But France is poised to come back. The uh, French are expecting about a 12% growth in visitation through 2025. Well, that may again make it, once again, as the world's most visited two country. But interestingly enough, I think France is kind of um, being a little technical on this one. Because I would tend to think that I'm visiting France. That means I am going to France, the country in Western Europe. But France still has 13 administered territories across the world, which they consider as technically the homeland, or France. 
So if you were to visit French Guiana in South America or St. Martin in the Caribbean, which I have, uh, how about the uh, uh, Reunion Islands in the Indian Ocean or even Tahiti in the South Pacific? These are all governed by the country of France. And technically, that means you have visited France if you've been to those places, which would explain why France has such a high number of foreign visitors. When you consider around 45 million people visit the United States per year, it falls very short of the 117 million visitors that visit France each year, which, by the way, is expected to grow 12% every year for the next two and a half years. It's a lot of elbows to push. And then finally, um, I talked, this was maybe last week or the week before, but uh, about uh, condiments or things that we keep in a refrigerator, stuff you wouldn't normally associate with being in a refrigerator, like, you know, putting a pair of jeans um, in there to clean them. Um, and then the things that you would tend to think would be in the refrigerator probably would be better out of the fridge, like condiments, um, which is true. There were, and, and it made a, the person I was reading from, or the story I was reading from, made a good point about keeping um, you know, ketchup and mustard in particular at room temperature, mainly because you know, things change as the temperature changes around it. And that's, if you want one great example, try grilling a piece of fruit, an apple, a pear, a pineapple, a peach, anything like that, grill it. It literally changes how the fruit tastes because of how the sugar is. Some, sometimes sugar uh, changes its t- flavor when it's warmer versus colder. So the idea behind it was like, well, maybe your ketchup will taste better if you leave it at room temperature. Well, the world's largest manufacturer of, Hein, uh, of, mu- of ketchup, and I would imagine mustard as well, is Heinz. And um, they're kind of chiming in and saying, no, no, don't listen to that at all. In fact, they've been fighting this since 2017. Um, they say they have, uh, their quality is best when you keep your, your um, ketchup refrigerated. And that most people have been trained since the beginning of time, uh, or at least our timeline, of keeping condiments in the refrigerator. They've actually formulated it to do better in the refrigerator, and it will last longer in the fridge. So if you're not a big connoisseur of ketchup and you need a bottle to last a while, definitely keep it in your fridge. I will slow down the, uh, the uh, lack of quality or the quality going down the tubes being out at room temperature. So there it is, bumbling through another recap for Monday, July 10th, 2023. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Always welcome your comments and feedback. You can email me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E, at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey! 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 